This is the ear spoon with fish and Steve. Hey everybody, welcome to the ear spoon. I am Fish. And I'm Steve. And here we are. Once again. I know. Doing that thing we do. I know. I just, you know, we were talking about this a little bit, and we just always feel like we're sort of complaining about the, the situation. And that's because we are. <sighs> Actually, we are. before we drill into it, though, yes. uh, I need to thank Mocha Joe's. Yes, we must. For caffeinating the pod. Thank you. And uh, also Serious Natural Remedies. Thank you, Serious Natural Remedies. For uh, helping my pain and inflammation right. go away. <laughs> you were born inflamed. I, you know, well, I just did a, I, I did a, um, um, an Olympic distance triathlon. Um, Me too. Sunday. Did oh you? wait, no, that was somebody else. Yeah, um, and uh, and I came home and I, I reached for the Advil and I said, "No, I'm gonna I'm gonna try the CBD." Nice. And uh, and, and? Some, and this other thing I I uh, all the kids are doing stretching. That was Ooh, another thing. Stretching. I, I found out, and it worked out pretty good. Nice. I'm gonna have to say, it's able to uh, able to keep my kidneys intact. I was gonna say, yeah, and, uh, easier on your internal organs. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. Nice. Anyway, so uh, thank you to them for uh, once again um, uh, powering the pod with their positivity. Pod powerers. <laughs> you pod powers you. Uh, all right, now let's uh, let, let let's uh, proclaim um, the the press enemy of the people and call it a week, shall we? Okay, that's good. All enemy right. of the people. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Where, where do you go from here? Um, and the absolute uh, idiocracy that has been developing uh, with the, the there's if you haven't seen it by now, you will see it shortly. The the chubby woman. Flipping off the camera Oy. with the look of rage in her face, and that was uh, as a result of what she was the screaming at the, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I keep coming back to it. It's like, and I'm, you know, I try to stay spirited and optimistic and mm-hmm. moving forward and so forth. But I, you know, even between the times that we get together to talk, so much happens that you can forget. It's just an absolute fire hose of scandals and affronts. That you can't keep keep track of, but the overall sphere of him, of him meaning this current nightmare president, um, mimicking the likes of Franco, of Mussolini, and others, is saying that the press is the bad thing. And as he said at this recent rally, don't believe anything that you hear; just listen to me. Basically, was the implication. Mm-hmm. Right. This is cult-like behavior. This is the behavior that uh, the despots you know use uh, to alter reality, basically, for people listening. And I think the big um, overarching thing here is, and if you get into um, your cycle, an old old psych major not I'm using your psycho. degree, <laughs> and uh, I'm an old psych major not using my degree, uh, but there's a basic thing here I think that we can agree on. Uh, he's doing all this thing not so that the people that he's subjecting this kind of stuff to fears him. It's he's doing it because he fears the people he's going after. Bingo. Right? Bingo. So I, I think that we need to kind of tether ourselves a little tighter to that mm. and remember that, that a lot of times when people defer and throw up smoke and mirrors and do that, it's because we're not really that afraid of them. They're just afraid of us. I can totally get that. I think the other piece that's operative here is that he's anticipating criminal charges, mm-hmm. and those would be delivered through the press. He's anticipating a discussion on 
in the in the public dialogue that says, you know, here's all the ways we know outside of Robert Mueller the terrible things. He even just over this weekend or was it yesterday, basically admitted to the lies and admitted that his son perjured himself yeah, in front of Congress. Look at that. To say that this meeting that they had was actually yes, trying to get dirt, blah, blah, blah. The idea is if you if you erode or decay the belief in the in the delivery system and the information providers then you have room to move. I think it's an absurd gambit, but I, I think it's all going to come crashing down for him anyway. Mm-hmm. But to 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 push back and say, don't believe your own lion eyes. You know, don't believe what's actually in front of you. Consensual reality is up for interpretation, and I, meaning him, as 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 the leader of this cult, will tell you it's real. And please do enjoy this Kool Aid. You know, that's the level of devotion. And now I'm seeing people with shirts that say. I'd rather be Russian than a Democrat. I saw that. The two older guys, right? Who so you would rather be a Russian than an American. Right? You would rather be Russian than a person who is free to think their own thoughts and maybe wear stupid t-shirts like that. Right. That's basically what you're saying. So there's no forethought. There's no. nothing. I mean, you can dissect anything to a level of stupidity. Anything. Surely, you know, uh, you know, rocket science. You can you can dissect that down into idiocracy, brain surgery. You can uh, uh, you can dissect all of it down to sound stupid. So I'm not trying to do that. But when you make a statement, I would rather be Russian than a, than a Democrat. I want you to stop and think about what you are actually wearing and what the meaning mm-hmm. is and how that can be interpreted. But you're incapable of doing that because, you know, you plunk down 1995 for that dumb fucking T-shirt. <laughs> Made in uh, China. Right? But, <laughs> oh, um, oh, there was some smart-ass Democrat out there that go, oh, these assholes are going to buy this shit. Let yeah, me tell you right true. now. And this is where I'm going to make my money. But see, here's the thing. Like, again, bringing it back to the, the condemnation of the press. It's if you have a base that responds to raw meat, that has no ability to discern reality, Mm -hmm. you can construct reality for them and say, when you hear that I've committed high crimes, impeachable offenses, et cetera, you can disregard that because I'm telling you as your, you know, de facto cult leader that only I know the realities. Only I, he's even made these statements like only I can fix this. Only I can fix this. Only Trump can fix this. And I think to myself, like, you know, just stop, take a breath and say to the generalized American public, if this was anyone else, I mean, anyone, Republican or Democrat, behaving in this way, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, conspiring with and or colluding with or whatever phrase, term you want to use, working with a hostile foreign nation and quite clearly i mean at this point if you're denying it you just have no tether to reality right but if if this is this is the pool that he's working with and he's the gamble is i can ultimately affect what they perceive as reality to my own you know, protection and defense when it just simply won't hold up even for those who have no ability to discern reality no mm-hmm. and and the damage that's being done Along the entire way of of taking the now, you you know I write a column for the local newspaper. You do, and, and, and there's this always this this faction of people that weigh in when the thing gets posted to social media. Yeah, right? I love you that. call this journalism, and then inevitably five hundred people go, "No, it's opinion. It's an op-ed piece." Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, it's opinion. <laughs> I, you know, this is just how I'm feeling, and you're, uh, you can agree or disagree with me, and that's fine. That's your opinion. 
Um, this newspaper is so biased. I love when they say bias. Bi- they don't say biased. They say, yeah. it's so biased. It's, bi- it's, what? it's bilateral. I mean, <laughs> bisexual? What is it? Well, you know, whatever it takes. So, I, but I think this is the whole thing. That is kind of kind of helping this groundswell of stupidity up is that no the dumb ones can no longer discern news from opinion. Oh, that's real. That's deeply real. Yeah, it's no longer relevant. Well, I mean, we've talked about this before too. The idea of of what a fact is. You've got your facts. I've got my facts. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. There's no such a thing as no. That. Thank you. No. And, you know, but you have people with degrees. Like, don't tell me for any instant, for a second, that people like Sean Hannity don't know the difference. Don't, you can't tell me that. He knows the difference between opinion, he knows what's right and wrong, and he is just doing this for a buck. A dollar bill. That's pretty cynical. Yeah, very cynical. Downright evil. So what they're doing is they're taking everything that we know. They attack um, the FBI, the CIA. You know, they try to discredit them. They're discrediting the press. And so who are we supposed to go to? I'm telling you, this is this replicates the list that you'll find at the Holocaust Museum about the you know ten points. Uh, warning signs of fascism and mm-hmm. includes anti-intellectualism and also this sort of gaslighting of reality that says you that's not real none of that is real or you know charlottesville when when this nightmare president said uh, there's very fine people on both sides you can mess with or we're even talking about global warming there's only you know you have one guy on this one person on this side excuse me one person on that side as if it's an equal balance when it's 99 to 1 Right, you know, in one direct. So when you start to change the basic filter and prism by which you experience the world, and granted, everybody's looking at screens and phones and and internets and and news and television, um, you can, and we've seen it with bots on Twitter, et cetera. You can affect consensual reality. You can affect. Uh, you can affect. I'm sorry, I, I retract that. You can accept perception of uh, perception of reality, which is ostensibly reality when it comes down to the the. the the pay dirt when it comes down to voting and, and, right. and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, here, here we are, we're sitting in this, 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 well, I mean, it's clear to you and I, mm-hmm. sometimes I read these things and I'll get so flipping mad that their opinion to me is so infuriating, mm-hmm. but I can just go, Oh yeah. All right. But the part that makes me go, spikes my blood pressure again, mm. is that the people who support guys like John Hannity, Tucker Carlson, all mm. the, you know, all these these right wing gas bags um, that just walk around gaslighting and starting little fires right. and, and you know while on their way to the bank, right? Exactly you know? right. Um, and and look, I'm I'm not saying like th- that the left doesn't have their that faction as well. They certainly do. Sure. You know, but I, I'd like it's to ten to one in the other direction. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and and right now they have the platform in which to spew all this garbage, like making press the enemy of the people. I mean, if, when Ivanka Trump says, uh, and not that I take anything that she says, some great handbag designs. You know, oh, that's yeah, hard to some, deny. Some nice, you know, the, you'll you'll like these shoes. They, they're they're made with the tears of Chinese children. <laughs> That's what softens it's the leather. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> it's, it's the tears of the Chinese oh, children that stitch oh. these together that make the boots so soft and supple. <laughs> Not that I weigh anything beyond that. Mm. 
Um, but even when she says no, the the press is not are not the enemy of the people. Right. And Kellyanne Conway said the same thing, and blah blah blah. Yeah. So they're, they're being real gutsy. Yeah. <laughs> by, by pushing back on the president's assessment. You know, but I mean the president's assessment. I mean, at, at what point? And my wife and I asked this almost on a daily basis. At what freaking point? Does what does this man have to do? What is the next course of action he needs to take for the Republican Party to go? Yeah, we can't yeah, do this that's anymore. Crazy, right? Exactly. <laughs> we, we just can't do this anymore. Jesus Christ, we can't do this anymore. You'd think they'd have hit that point by now. You would and, think. And the craven, cynical opportunism here from the Paul Ryan's and Mitch McConnell's and even uh, Rand Paul and all these others. This is. You know, this is horse race, you know, jockeying for position. This is power mongering, and not. You'd think I, I've said this before on this podcast. I've uh, I follow a number of really kind of uh, likable, credible Republicans and conservatives: uh, Rick Wilson, Max Boot, Jennifer Rubin, people, Steve Schmidt. People pushing back and saying like, "This is not conservatism. This is not anything like the no. Republican Party." And you would think, I'm telling you, they have now quite clearly tied themselves to this ship. When it goes down, they go down with it. The only glee I'll take from this is the destruction of the Republican Party. Right. And But I say that advisedly, knowing that there are literally millions of people, no matter what happens, will will have such – they want to own the libs. And they – I mean, the idea that people think the Democratic Party is liberal is always kind of oh, funny yeah. to me. You know, <laughs> you know, right, okay, they're, they're, that's the center they're, pole. They're, they're, the Democratic <laughs> Party are the biggest money-grubbing SOBs that there are. Really? I think so. Oh. You didn't know that? I think they – well, I know of another party that has them. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they – but, you know, look. They, they, they're Republican light. I mean, look what they did to Bernie. Oh, yeah. This I know. You know? But let me just throw this out, too. Here's the hard part I have. Here I am, here we are talking about the press, defending CNN, MSNBC, NBC. These are corporate entities. I have been screaming for 20 years or more how not news the news is and how there's a corporate agenda. So the idea that I'm running to the defense of Jim Acosta or CNN you know, people may not know, and you can look it up. I don't have some, an, a site to offer, but look at the early stages of CNN. C- the CIA had an had an entire office <laughs> in CNN when it started. It, you know, there was a the idea was this is going to be a twenty four hour news, mm-hmm. a new thing in nineteen eighty. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, so, like, there are ways that corporate entities make sure that you don't know what's going on. <laughs> you know, like so. But I, that said, I'm just putting that aside for the moment, there's some good journalism that happens. I think it tends to happen away from television news. Mm-hmm. You know, Democracy Now! is a great example. BBC does some great news. There's great news happening. ProPublica is another one. Intercept, yeah, depending. L- l- listen, listen to what you just said. They, you listed, I think, what, just four of them really quickly or three of them really quickly. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch the last one because I, so, I was so focused on trying to remember what I wanted to say. <laughs> I couldn't listen to the last thing you said. But I know that two out of three of them mm-hmm. – aren't even freaking U.S.-based news services. True, true. But there is good journalism happening in this No, No country, doubt, no know? doubt. And But let very little of it comes from the news. So here I am defending um, corporate entities that I wouldn't otherwise. Here I am defending um, – I, you know, I keep – every once in a while I follow – I don't follow him on Twitter because I find him so detestable. But I don't know if you remember William Crystal, Bill Crystal. Yeah. Yeah. 
he's been a horrible man for so long, but he keeps saying all the stuff I agree with. And yeah. I, I can't bring myself to like or retweet you anything know, he says. Here's the thing, though. I mean, I, I think that, you know what? Let's take a quick break and yes. let's drill into that. I'd love to. On the, on the other side of the break. Right now, though, uh, we do have to thank the people who power the pod. We should, would, and will. And, and those people are Mocha Joe's. They uh, roast up some of that mighty fine coffee. MochaJoes.com. And uh, Serious Natural Remedies. SeriousNaturalRemedies.com. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah. All right, we'll let them tell us. Okay. This is Earspoon. You're home for the stuff you're thinking anyway. Series Natural Remedies offers New England's largest selection of CBD products for health and wellness. With over 60 brands, we represent all methods of CBD delivery, including extracts, capsules, edibles, vape, topical, body care, and beverage products infused with hemp. We bring together artisanal quality and science-based healing. Experience the healing benefits of CBD for people and pets. Visit us in Brattleboro or at our flagship store, 190 College Street, Burlington. Hey, Steve. Yeah? You know what my favorite thing is about doing the podcast? Yes, I do. What is it? Mocha Joe's. Oh, <laughs> you know me so well. You know me so well. You know, you can just, wherever you are, you can go to mochajoes.com and order your coffee. Yeah, fantastic. Quality human beings roasting, packing, and sending coffee all day long. And they do this all right here yep. in Vermont. Yay, Vermont coffee. Yeah. Because it's the climate for growing coffee. Wait, what? Well, nah, not so much. But they, they are fair trade folks. Yes, they are. All right. They have cool gear. Yep. The cool logo. I got a few myself. Yeah. You got you to gotta go and check it out. Most uh, Mocha Joe's Roasting Company. Find that at mochajoes.com. I love them. And that's who powers this podcast. That's right. Couldn't do it without them. Thank you. Thank you. No. Thank you. No, thank you. No. I think this time. Thank Mocha Joe's. Thanks, Mocha Joe's. This is Earspoon. You're home for the shit you're thinking anyway. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast, the Earspoon.com from the Earspoon Studios, found at the Earspoon.com. Did I just say I said that already? Probably. You can also uh, download our podcast wherever you download your podcast on that yep. iTunes store. You can find it over there. Yep. Uh, you can... And at the Earspoon, I can't think of a complete blank as to where you, you can. You should probably tell them about the Earspoon.com. Again? Yeah. Okay. The Earspoon.com. That's where you're going to find all the cool stuff. All the cool kids are doing it. Sure. All the cool kids. And we know all the cool kids. But there's not just our podcast that's there. What? You know? Is there more? Yeah. There's philosophy. we got the fable storytelling thing that I host. That's right. Yeah. A little bit of uh, the Vermontitudes, some of the interviews nice. that you do, uh, uh, that you and I do. Nice. That um, we should do some more of. Got to fill that up. Yep. Fill up the coffer. And uh, so we like to kind of do little specialty programs, and we're uh, adding more podcasts every single day. And you can also give us some feedback and throw back things you'd like to be hearing us talk about or yeah. participate or disagree. Yeah. If you'd like. Well, don't disagree. No, there's enough of that going on. I love disagreement. Yeah, I know. If you can have a if you can have a tethered conversation, right. peaceable, f- rational yeah. disagreement. No, but, yeah. <laughs> but it is there. But which is a great place to kind of leap off to what we were talking about right before we went to the break. We were talking about Bill Crystal mm-hmm. and how you just can't attach yourself to anything that this man says. No, I have a hard time with it, but he's you know as a as a long. I mean, for those who don't know, Bill Crystal was is the guy on every freaking talk show for the last yeah. fifteen years, getting everything wrong. A member of the Project for the New American Century, which is one of the reasons we went into the fake war in Iraq. 
He's just a terrible person in many ways who is responsible, I would say, partially responsible for literally hundreds of thousands of deaths. Okay. Um, putting that aside, though, he has no room for any of this Trumpness and any of this current condition and even anything for the, from the Republican Party. He's aghast, and so are a number of other people. But I see them saying things I agree with. And again, I've listed a few of the people that I follow with regularity. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it is, you know, as a person, as an as a, uh, uh, I was going to say as an intellectual, that's presumptive. But as a person trying to be smart, let's say, mm-hmm. um, I try to challenge my own belief system. I try to get out of my own comfort zone and my, my silo and say, what are other people thinking? And I do look at, I try not to look at Fox News. I don't consider it news. But to know what the, what the other side of the spectrum is thinking and talking about. And it is refreshing to me to see people saying, this is bullshit. Now, we can go back to disagreeing about fundamentals and disagreeing sure, yeah, about yeah, yeah. the size how of about, How do you balance you know? the budget? Well, you got to do it this right, way. Right. you got to do it I'm, that way. And, and that's fine. I frankly think that that kind of tension is healthy. Yep. You know, I, we see it in Vermont. There are plenty of conservative people, rational conservative people in Vermont, and certainly plenty of liberal people. And that pull brings us to good things. As I often say, it's like Lennon and McCartney. If, if you didn't have the, that, you know, that major chord McCartney trying to please everyone and John's sort of minor chord you know, snarling attitude, the tension that came from between the two made some of the greatest music of all time. Yeah. And I think the tension politically between those two poles is an essential discussion about how we decide what we believe, what are our values, how do we move forward, how do we you know, govern. But I, you know, in this moment where it's all just a shit show and a firestorm, it's a relief to see people staying true to values. It's ironic and, and offensive in many ways to see the so-called party of values, the family values party, be so movable in their goalposts, be so movable in their morality to say, like, when Obama was a president, this was no good. But now that this guy's president, it's fine. And that sort of m- mutable, movable uh, goalpost is uh you know it's hypocritical at best and it's offensive let me let me bring it back to to one thing now i have retweeted things that bill crystal has said Mm -hmm. all right and and i don't disagree with you Mm -hmm. but right now i feel as though we're in this position where if we can find one of your right-wing gas bags who were basically saying, no, man, this is right. just not the way we're supposed to be doing things. And, yeah, I know that I, you know, well, he, they would, he would never say I did this, this, and this, but it doesn't matter. I think that if you can get somebody from the right basically saying that what's happening here mm-hmm. is not copacetic and we can't we can't continue to, to matriculate the ball up the field this way because yep. we're never going to punch it into the end zone, right. then, to use a sports metaphor – then I think that we have to kind of fight fire with fire. And and since everything seems to be, you know, uh, tweeting legislation and declarations of war and policy yeah. are all happening on the Twitterverse of all places, mm. I think that we have a certain level of responsibility to kind of tweet back at, at the people who are were basically these right-wing talking head pundits. So let me ask you a question then and, and sort of bring it back to where we began. No, that was my final answer. <laughs> oh, right. We have a winner. Yeah. Um, in the land of, of journalism, press, news, punditry, et cetera, yeah. what, would it, what does it take to disqualify somebody as a non-valuable uh, uh, agent? In other words, who on the – let's just say limited to the right side of the spectrum – 
you know, you mentioned Sean Hannity. I mean, there's nothing comes out of Fox News that's that's news as far as I'm concerned. No, no, no. But how do we discern if somebody's conservative? You know, and I have a hard time with uh, the current cons- construct of conservatism, and at least in 2018, I have a hard time. And you know, I've said this many times. If and I mean no disrespect to anybody listening, but if you can still be signed on as a proud Republican, I doubt your your discernment. I doubt your values. I right. doubt your ability to make good decisions. Mm-hmm. So when somebody's a conservative journalist or a conservative opinion maker um, who is still on board or not on board, it's hard for me to say this person represents and and uh, advocates conservative values, which in some ways I, I again, appreciate and mm-hmm. in some ways don't. But how do we say – yeah, that person has no value in offering opinions into the world. I mean, as, as liberals or as, as you and I, how do we know who's valuable? If you're saying we should make ally with people who are classically conservative. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying make an ally out of them. I'm just saying that if somebody from the right basically says he's all wrong, yeah. you can't make the press the enemy of the people, right. then I think that you have a responsibility Maybe a responsibility is too too weighty of a word, mm. but I think you have a responsibility to basically say, "See, look at that. There's yeah. one of your own saying mm. the same thing," and and to flood, flood social media, flood the airways, flood whatever with that message that isn't coming from you. I just retweeted it. Yeah, you know, I'll retweet things about about caged children too, <laughs> uh, but I will. I'm going to retweet this because there, here's a Republican basically saying you can't cage children. That's part of the reason I got turned on. That's that issue in specific is why I got turned on to a certain Jennifer Rubin being a good example. Who were like, no freaking way right. is this okay ever anywhere. Period. Right. And I'm <laughs> saying so. I mean that. And d- does it change? Has it changed? You know, I don't know. We've kind of cycled on to something else now. Right. Right. You know, and, well, and, I think of George Will, you know, is, is maybe the, one of the higher profile conservatives who has run screaming from this horse shit. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, he's a guy who he can be provocative. He's not he's an intelligent man, clearly. And I find some of his positions to be reprehensible in, in many ways and, and cavalier and callous. Mm-hmm. But in this instance, I have to applaud his stance to say publicly in the face in, of a lot of pushback from a lot of conservatives all around the country saying, like, basically, and he'd say this more sophisticated than I will, but, hey, fuck you. Right. <laughs> this is this is just not OK. Yeah. Well, when wrong is wrong and somebody stands up for it and somebody who is supposed to be on on Team Red Right, you know, and says no. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not jumping over to the blue side of of of, of the aisle here, but right. no, I can stand here and say that this is wrong. I mean, we have both. Look, right. we just in this very podcast, we have basically called out the Democratic Party for what they did to Bernie Sanders. Yeah, right. But that's our responsibility to do that. Sure. Our, you you're not being. It doesn't mean that I'm jumping over to the red side of the aisle. You want to stay true to values. I do. I mean, in in what happened when every Every single poll showed Bernie Sanders leading in double digits no in kidding. everything, and and every one of Hillary's polls were leading by a margin within the margin of error. You mean against Trump? Against Trump, specific, yeah. Right yeah. when they polled head to head to head, you know, and and Trump was not winning in any situation. The Democratic Party said, "Well, Kill the people him. clearly, <laughs> clearly want Bernie, but we need a woman." 
and here's what it is. And then it started this whole thing about, you know, uh, locker up and all this stuff, which, you know, pardon me for saying so. I, I mean, and I, I, I forget all the details. Uh, about the election at this point, I've driven them from my head. Good choice. I don't. I don't know that she has done anything that any other politician in the history of the world has done and deserves any less or more than anybody else has ever gotten. So the the whole drum beating about locking her up and you know, Benghazi oh this, Benghazi God. that. All right, you know, look, shut the fuck up already. <laughs> all right, and and if you want to really get upset about something, yeah. you know, and a lot of people were so upset. When when Bernie didn't win the nod, yeah. that they basically jumped on the Trump bandwagon. That it, you, I wouldn't say a lot of people, but it's certainly it's hard for me to get my head around that one. It's like I'm sorry, but that's yeah, the fundamental I, opposite. I don't. Yeah, I just uh, th- to me uh, that people made, are mad, but it's the same thing that got people voting for Trump. It's like just a Molotov cocktail of I'm fed up, right? You know, so fuck you, and this is how this is going to go. But when you have this guy now who's been in office, and you're still right. somehow trying to defend him. <laughs> Uh, by saying that the press is the enemy of the people, hashtag fake news. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's dangerous. It's not only dangerous, but people are going to get hurt. You know, we and we've already seen. Matter of fact, I saw a clip from C-SPAN earlier today where a caller calls mm-hmm. in and threatens to shoot Don Lemon and yeah. Ari something or other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then classically, the host uh, he hangs up and he says, yeah, if I see him, I'm going to shoot him. Click. And she goes, just want to remind everybody, make sure that you turn your radio down when you're like, like, hey, lady, that guy just threatened to kill journalists. You may want to pipe up about that. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a strange thing. Of course, you know, th- there is a whole, th- there's that whole, you know, if, if they have a parade, nobody shows up. Is this still a parade? So, right. you know, but I, I think that I, I don't know. I'm really, I, I have to be honest with you. I'm confused as to whether you get caught up in the fervor mm. or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, because my my initial reaction is to, you know, if if <laughs> they kill one of ours, we kill two of theirs. Mm, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. that old Sean Connery line, right? From, but it's right, you know, eye for an eye. Yeah, you know, you know, I mean, soon you, everybody's blind. You know, you know, they pull a knife, you pull a gun. Right. I it just that's kind of the way I want to start fighting to see how that works out for a little bit. Can we try that for a couple of days? Honestly, though, I think I hear what you're saying, and I understand the 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 passion behind it. But I think there's got to be a smarter way. And this tit for tat, you know, you know, sort of scrimmage line fight between left, right Democrats and Republicans, I think it misses the deeper point. In the meantime, while there's this fight going on, and this mm-hmm. is a protracted fight by well-funded political parties. Right. What's lost in all that is regular working people. What's lost in all that is the is the pain and suffering that increases every passing month and year of the basic spendability of a dollar, et cetera, et cetera. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the people of that democratic socialist model are pushing to say, hey, no matter what party you're in, how's your life going? And can we talk about how you're surviving and how we do these things? Right. These are the conversations. Instead of winning over and powering down Republicans per se, it's to inf- excite and inflate and 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 light on fire the hopes and wishes and the positive affirmations that people have about life. And uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and 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 Julia Salazar and I forget the guy's name, Syed, who's Syed, who's running for the governor of Michigan. Right. This progressive model is working, and I'm reading more and more that. This is, as I've said for for half a year, at least well longer than that, but certainly the ha- last half year, this is the model the Democratic Party needs to take on. I mean, we're straying away from the press piece, but this is where where the rubber hits the road, where 
literally we could see them win election after election and and, and t- totally change Congress as we know it. But in the meantime, we're spending this time, you know, again, as as represented in the in the press, as just like a fight, like just right. loggerheads, fight, fight, fight. When in fact, it needs to be a little bit more subversive than that. It needs to find a way around that roadblock because we know it's a roadblock. So I think um, people have asked me, like, what do you think it's going to take? I mean, are we ever going to be able to 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 shift it back to the center here and kind of get back to uh, a place where we're not questioning everything that's being said on the TV? And I don't really know the answer to that. I do know that when you have sense and sensibility in in the most powerful office in the world, I think that sixty to sixty five percent of the nation will just begin to accept whatever they're being told again. And maybe that's a mistake, or maybe that's a good thing. But if you start getting credible um, sources with, you know, th- there's a difference between opinion and and um, and, uh, and, and, and and analysis, too. You know, and, and that, mm-hmm. that gets lost as well. So, you know, here's what happened. Here's why it happened. Here's what caused it to happen. And that's not, that's actually reporting, but that's, that's more than the world, uh, the, the world blew up yesterday and, right. you know, and, and here's how it happened and here's why uh, it's being reported that it happened. And that, and, you know, and then, then you tether off into this whole thing and, you know, and it's because of the, the damn Democrats that uh, they, they caused this. And that becomes opinion now. And, um, and it, it becomes fact for, for many people. It's thrown as fact. I think this news analysis, especially from state-run TV, Fox News, mm-hmm. but from, from many of them bringing in so-called experts to throw their spin on it, you see spin that is in favor of centrist Democrats all the time. Yeah. People, you know, crapping on Democratic socialists saying like, well, how are you going to pay for that? You know, like those sorts of right. non-questions. So I think, you know, from a media point of view, the so-called enemy of the people uh, it's one thing to be an enemy of the people. It's another thing to not not do the bidding of or or serve the people well. And I think we see a whole range of things. And I, again, as I said, I can list a lot of really quality journalism that happens all the time. But I think in many ways, this news analysis is basically these are well-funded opinion shapers. And when no matter who it is, I mean, Rachel Maddow even arguably, I agree with her about mm-hmm. so many yeah. things. I think in many ways she's brilliant and, and, and not just her, but the whole show does some really, really good journalism. But that said, I really long for the days of neutral information. <laughs> I really long yeah, for the days of yeah, like it, it, Walter freaking Cronkite. Cronkite. <laughs> so, <laughs> like here's the news. It takes a half hour. Go read your newspaper and figure some stuff out. But now, I mean, we are just like palm-slapping idiots and just oh. like, mm, I heard it all the news. <laughs> you know, so how we discern where we get our information. From Trump's point of view, the selfish self-protection uh, mm-hmm. enemy of the people mm-hmm. thing is just so he doesn't go to jail. Right. But on another level, I think I think the mainstream media especially should be held to account for are you, who are you working for. And when reporters are making you know, literally millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars. Tell me how you know what actual life is for people making $30,000. Well, I don't necessarily need them to understand how the how the worst half lives. I don't really need them to half. understand that. Well, you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's not important for, uh, for, for Jim Acosta to understand how Steve Wess or, or Fish 
feed their family weekend. I don't honestly. I don't. I don't think. I. I'm going to just disagree with you. I don't think it's important for them to understand that. I think it is important for them to basically understand that they are making that amount of money because we are paying attention, and it's because we're trying to trust what you say mm-hmm. over what the other people say. So you have a goddamn responsibility to go out and report what actually happened without weighing in with opinion. Can we just get what happened? So I think that, and and why they get paid the amount of money they get paid, I don't know. Good for them. It should only be us. Now, careful with that. I no. un- I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I want, I, it I should want only be day. us. We should all, we're all just, you know, temporarily interrupted millionaires sort of mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were moving in circles in D.C., let's say, or New York or what have you, and you're a member of the mainstream media and you're a well-known pundit, let's say, yeah. and what parties are you going to? Who's having conversations with you while you're having finger sandwiches? What sort of uh, you know gathering of information are you getting? Or are you going to the barrio? Are you going to inner city? Are you going to these places where real suffering happens? Are you, as a white male especially, yeah. a correspondent that's not all that there are there, but that's a lot of what it is, are you going to, to cities and saying, like, what is it like – on a, on a daily basis for people humping after jobs, trying to survive, that are people of color. There is a, um, a reporter. Oh, God. I, and I'm not – I'm never going to come up with his name. But he, he's fairly famous. He always – Oh, is, uh, it's Les Nessman you're thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> Les, more news, <laughs> Les Nessman. Um, I can't think of his name, but here's a guy who's making enough money – so that he can enjoy the finger sandwiches, but he's always in the shit. Yeah, I mean he's. I like it. Yeah, you know he's just always down in the worst parts during the hurricanes, during the riots, during the whatever. He he sure. doesn't have to do that, but he does. And I and I often joke. I'm like, you think, well, when do you think they'll pay him enough so they just have to go out and do that? <laughs> and, you know, and you know he might be, like it. Yeah, <laughs> he might just say, well, this is where the news is, and this is this is the information that I I I wanna I wanna give to the people the actual information. Right. But getting back to this whole enemy of the uh, enemy of the people, and the press being the enemy of the people. Um, we need to be careful with that. And I think a majority of the, anybody who listens to this podcast, I think, kind of understands that, you know, no, they're not. No. Some of them, <laughs> and and the ones that are, aren't press people. They're opinion people. Right. So don't get them confused. Well, that's entirely true. And, and people do. We began earlier on in this podcast about people confusing a column by a guy offering his opinions as Oh, that's bullshit. That's not what kind of article, what kind of journalism? Like, how do you not know? How do people live into adulthood and not know the difference between an article right. and an opinion piece? And this is honestly sort of what we've come down to. Discernment is is all but dead for a large portion of our neighbors. So it's a really, it's a tough one. And And while we're trying to gather information about how the world works, what sources are we going to? And I would argue that if you're getting your news from the television, you're kind of not getting news. Right. And what's uh, what's tragically true is the mousy, stripped-down, makeup-free, Amy Goodman approach to journalism is the best journalism you can find. It's not sexy. It is dry. It's complicated. And it, it needs to be talked about. And they talk about things that are not, you know— you know, red meat issues. They go into some really difficult things that are really important. And I would recommend democracynow.org to anybody who doesn't know about it. 
but it is not interesting. It does not, I mean, it is interesting, but it doesn't have big production values. It doesn't have fancy graphics. It just has people talking about stuff, hmm. you know? Speaking about talking about stuff, I got to go do my column. Oh. Yeah. It's real journalism, you know? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Make sure it's 100% factual, will you? It, it, it'll be, <laughs> in my head, it will be. There you go. All this, right. Then I'll go watch. I'll go look at the comment thread afterwards. I always enjoy that. <laughs> it's the best of people. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right. Let's leave it there. Um, the, the press are not the enemy of the people. The opinion makers are the enemy of the people. And that's kind of where I want to leave it. Oh, see, I would push back on that if we had more time. No, would, no, no, no. It, opinion not, matters, but opinion it shouldn't. Opinion matters, yeah. but you, you can't take opinion as law and as Bingo. something that happened, and that's what Bingo. I mean. Thanks to MochaJoes.com for sponsoring our program. And Serious Natural Remedies, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Cheers. More at theearspoon.com.